So, recently, I feel like I've been going through this whole spirituality journey. And I feel like I'm still on this journey. I really don't know where I'm going with it. But yeah, that's that's what today's topic is going to be about. I really don't know what I'm going to name this episode, but I guess we'll find out by the end of the episode. But I feel like I've just been going through such a journey where, you know, mature people in their, well, I don't even want to say mature, but people who've just been through life understand it and but I sometimes feel like people don't understand this either. You know, I want to be as raw as possible on this podcast. And to me, I feel like the pivotal point for my, I, I believe in Jesus, so I consider myself a Christian. But to me, I feel like the pivotal point of my Christianity came at a point when I was so hurt that not one scripture, not one sermon, not one thing could could make me feel better. <laughs> and um I didn't necessarily lose my faith. I still like believe in Jesus, but I realized and it just allowed me to dig deeper in regards to my faith. Like sometimes joy don't come in the morning. You know, it's like every scripture, every one liner, one liner in the church, they throw at you, they give and people mean well. But I feel like at the same time, it's a disservice. Or even like when you're struggling and something doesn't happen the way you want it. A lot of preachers and a lot of people start questioning how well, how much faith do you have? And I feel like once again, that gives us a disservice. So like unconsciously, I'm I'm doubting myself. I'm doubting how much I believe in Jesus. I'm doubting about who he is. And another thing, and I'm sorry I'm rambling on. This episode really doesn't have a structure. But I feel like I haven't had a place to actually like sit through my thoughts. And another thing I realized is like I feel like I've created a theology of who Christ is based off someone else's human opinion. And I realized this um, listening to Candace Bimbo. I think she's really dope. And she went to theology school. And I recently heard her podcast with uh, Kev on stage. Well, not a podcast, but a YouTube video they did. And although there's like a lot of opinions about, you know, her own theology, what I took away from the whole conversation that I think everyone probably could agree on is that you take, you unconsciously, and this is not like purposely, but you unconsciously um, take on your pastor's theology of what the Bible is or what certain 
books of the Bibles or stories you may read. You're unconsciously taking that on. And that allowed me to even dig deeper into myself about the sermons I'm listening to. So, you know, I started to examine that was like a a more critical, but not like in a negative way, but more critical um, eye when it comes to Christianity and theology. And I think I've come to realize that I will probably won't, (laughs) I probably won't get it all right because I don't have any plans of going to theology school. I don't have any plans of looking up the Greek meaning. I mean, I don't know. I might. But I feel like that even has been like a catalyst of me discovering who God is and what was meant for this religion called Christianity. And one thing my, I go to church, one thing, and I, one thing I do like on my pastor, he's very, he's really worldly, world, worldly, not in like a, I wouldn't even say a negative way, but you know how some people are. He's not necessarily, he's very aware of just everything's going on in the world. And I remember he brought up a good point. Like there was no such thing, there was no such thing as Christianity. Even when you like it was it wasn't that, you know what I mean? So like I've been on this like mini journey of like consciousness and religion and just trying to find out who Jesus really is. Um, I feel like aspects of my year so far he's revealed to me, but sometimes I feel like I lose my hope in a lot of things. Well, I lose my hope in him when it comes to a lot of things. And I'm still struggling on that. But I've realized and grown to not throw Bible scriptures at every situation. And I know that's kind of hard and it's not really like a um, a good thing to say. But when you're hurting so bad at a certain point, you don't want to hear scripture. You don't want to hear it. it it's going to work all. It's going to. What's the scripture about? Um, God will work this out. It's going to like in that moment. You don't want to hear that. And I think through this journey of trying to reevaluate what preachers I take in. It also has made me become more empathetic. And I feel like. um and that's one thing that's miss- missing in a lot of Christian churches and even a lot of Christian preachers is empathy. And you know what? That's probably what I'm going to call this episode is empathy. And I realized that um, midway, just in my journey, I was becoming that stereotypical Christian. I knew what was wrong. I knew what was right. And I'm going to tell you about it. I wasn't, you know, doing the carnal sin of, you know, having sex before marriage. I was just, you know, I was becoming that person and no one stopped me or no one said anything to me because you know what? That's how the preachers taught it. That's how the small groups I was in, you know, 
that's what you're supposed to do. And and I don't know if shame, shame is never really taught. Like, you're supposed to shame your fellow brothers and sisters, but it's also mixed in with the whole, well, the Bible said you can judge us. Like, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of that. And I didn't have empathy for anyone. Not like, no, not for anyone. But when it came to like walking that line of Christianity and you know what sin is and you know what you should do. I didn't have that. I didn't have that. And it's so crazy because I was out of church for years. I was out of church for years, but it's it's kind of like the thing of like, whenever you learn something new, you want to shout out to the world about what's right and what's wrong, you know? And I just kind of thought that, you know, that's the way to do it. You know what I mean? And it wasn't until I started reading a book by Bob Goff. And I think it was Love Does. And he, I don't know if he made this comment or statement in the book or it was the interview I listened to. But he was like, let's stop meeting people with our opinions. Why can't we just love people? And it's so funny. We always, the church always used the line about, you know, above all love. You know, that's the number one rule, but it's like they kind of get to the back burner. You know, the number one rule is no sex before you're married. Let's not drink wine. Let's not listen to worldly music. That's the number one. It's so crazy. And I remember, I feel like that was also a start of the unfolding of my own consciousness. And then I discovered this podcast called uh, Dear Sugars. I think it's Dear Sugars. And it's by a woman named Show Straight and another guy. I apologize for not knowing your name. And I don't believe, I don't know what religion they are. I don't know. I don't remember what they subscribe to. But I do know it, it wasn't necessarily Christianity. And I remember listening to these podcasts and feeling so warm, feeling so loved um, because they were the most empathetic people I've ever met. You know, I mean, they were and people always think about like empathy or any something like that. When people, you know, are, are soft and gentle with people, they feel like, and I believe this too, that you, that be, when you do that, you, you can't, you're, you're letting, you're not giving them accountability or whatever. But even in the episodes when they were like, hey, you shouldn't do this, but I understand why you're doing this, but let me tell you why this way is, I mean, I, I mean, that podcast just literally opened my eyes. And it was like, this is supposed to be how Jesus followers are. Like, this is supposed to be how we live every day. And I wasn't living this way. And I don't, I I do have one friend who's like that, Victory. But outside of that, you know, and this is not a knock to anybody. It's It's just, you know, some people are naturally like that. And I 
it really changed my life. And even like, and, and I know like the argument with Christianity and people in the church is always like, well, if you do this, you're you're condoning it, and if you do this, you know, you're 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 telling that it's okay. But like, even in like I said before, even in the podcast, even if they didn't agree with what the um, caller was saying, it, everything was out of love. Everything was out of love, and I I don't think I've ever experienced that. And if I have. From someone I know, I'm sorry for not remembering, but that podcast just opened my eyes up to even more. It was like they weren't throwing the book at anybody. They weren't throwing any scripture. They weren't. I mean, it was just nothing but compassionate love. And I wanted to be in touch with that. You know, I think so many times I I used to have the Jesus you know, the Jesus in my bio, and I might still do it. I, I don't I don't have it up there now. But I realized that I realized I was proving my Christianity through my works. And <laughs> it's not all bad. Cause like, you know, you, you share a scripture, it's gonna help somebody. You Pay ties. It's going to help the community or any church. You know. So I wouldn't say it's all bad. But I felt like. I wanted to be. More of a Jesus follower by the way I behaved. And I'm not perfect at all about it. But I wanted to be kind first. I wanted. I wanted to meet people. I want my kindness to meet people and not my opinions. And I felt like that journey to me, it ripped up away another, another layer because I remember, and I remember I was just going through that and I was like, well, how the heck is someone going to know I'm a Christian? If I if I can't tell people to pray, if I if I can't tell, well, I'm gonna tell people to pray. But if I can't give people every Bible scripture and this and that, how are people supposed to know? And that's when I realized how my heart was in the wrong place the whole time. And I'm thankful I discovered this, and I, and I probably discovered it because I feel like I, I'm I'm very new to the Christian faith, and I and I went to church growing up. Um, for a little bit, but I it was not like how it is now. And um, you know, just even like, uh, and I think also seeing how evangelical preachers just went, just bend it over for Trump, and and I don't want to make this a political podcast because it's definitely not. I don't call myself, you know smart enough to even speak to politics but I saw preachers preach on love and kindness but then again been there back for a president who wasn't preaching that you know all because he did abortion he um not did abortion but he made sure abortion was still illegal and if I said this wrong I'm sorry too but it exposed to me also the way the church weighs sin. 
You know, I read a book and I think it's called, whew, is it emotional, spiritual emotion? I don't know. It, it was, I forgot. I need to start writing these books down. But um, I think it was like spiritual intelligence or emotional intelligence. I don't know. It was something like that of that, of that nature. And it talked about how how the church and how we everyday people waste sin. You know, we give so much higher emphasis <laughs> when it comes to sex before marriage, abortion. Listen, those are the, oh, let me put tithing. Those are the cardinal sins, okay? And then lying, it's like, oh, it's a little white lie. Oh, or, or you know, doing this, you know, it, I, I gaze is just, is the cardinal sin is like, we commit sin every day. Why is certain sins um, much? It give why is a certain sins give you a much higher rank to hell? <laughs> That's what it is. Like certain sins is like it's like in the church and certain preachers. It's like certain sins. They have on his list. These are the sins that God is is just fed up with, and that's the sins that He gonna block every blessing from you if you commit these top four sins. <laughs> and that's how it's like portrayed. And I started to question that as well. Um, I started even I started questioning tithing. I listened to this podcast. Now I do remember the podcast. <laughs> um, it's the Bible Project, and they had an episode on tithing, and it was these two Harvard grads, I believe, and I think they were in theology school as well. And they just talked about the act of tithing, the history behind it, and stuff like that. And after listening to that episode, it enlightened me more about tithing. Um, I feel like all my life I've I've been guilt into tithing and if I tithe I will be blessed for the rest of my life and I'm not saying that God has not blessed me maybe because I've given money but once again there has been times that I've tithed and I was still broke there were times where I did everything I was supposed to I feel like God didn't come through in that situation. And although we can look back, I can look back at certain things now. Maybe I have a different perspective now. But at the time, it's like, this is what I was taught. And I feel like I was giving my tithing, my tithe for the wrong reason. And although it helps somebody regardless, but I, and I, I feel like it contributed to my view of God because I was giving it for the wrong reason. And I'm honestly, and this might be crazy to say, I mean, yeah, everything doesn't have to be for the right reason. Cause you know, like just because you didn't want to give the homeless man money doesn't negate the fact that he got something to eat for the night, you know? But I kind of just, you know, my heart is, I feel like everything was just unraveling, but in a good way. And then I, I read, um, my, one of my favorite Instagram pages is Humans of New York. And those stories are just full of like, 
these are God's people, you know, whether anyone believes in God or not, but I just see the miracle. I see beauty in miracles in my religion, or I, I see the beauty and miracle of God in every story that I read in humans in New York, which made me realize that regardless of anyone's religion or belief system, there is good in everyone's life. And it's not just, it's crazy, but it's not just safe for Christians. God loves you. God loves everyone. He opens doors. And I think that was kind of my humbling. Um, and then I started to reevaluate the preachers that I was listening to. And I started to see them. I started to watch the sermons and in a way of like, okay, let me see what I'm really listening to. And although they do mean well, I don't have anything, you know, I don't know these people personally, but I just saw nothing but judgmental people telling everyone how to live. And and it's it's not bad. It's hard to say it's not bad. But it's like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. I hope for whatever reason or I hope whoever's listening can understand where I'm coming from. But certain once I had this enlightenment watching certain preachers preach on messages it comes from a place of judgment I've even heard one preacher talk about being used up if someone was sexually you know very involved before their marriage or or even the fact of like just is just no empathy there's no empathy in Christianity anymore. And I don't know if there was in the first place. You know? I don't know where it was. And I feel like because of that, we don't have that for each other. You know? We think, and I'll never forget, um, I was at this altar call, this prayer. And I was telling the lady, she was supposed to be a prayer. She's supposed to be a prayer um, person or whatever you want to call it. Intercessor. And I never forget I was telling her everything I was going through. And maybe one day I'll actually talk about it in the podcast. And this is a couple years ago. And she's like, oh my goodness, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. And it was just like, well, thanks a lot. I'm sorry I'm not up here because I was in a college town at that point. And I'm like, I'm sorry I'm not up here just talking about me breaking up with my boyfriend. I got other deep stuff going on. And, and that's what you say to me. <laughs> and I remember I just, I remember I felt that. And then, like, my situation didn't change either. Not blaming on her, but... I don't know. I just feel like there needs to be more empathy in Christianity. And it's like, where is it? It's like, you can be kind to people. You can say things in a loving way. And, you know, I'm still on this journey of enlightenment and consciousness. And I know those words are frowned upon in the Christian community. But 
my hope is for people to start listening to preachers who really preach Jesus. Not their own opinion of how you should live. Because I've noticed that a lot, you know, a lot of preachers, they put a whole bunch of opinion in it. I mean, there's a lot of opinion in preaching. I mean, honestly, you're you're basically listening to someone else's interpretation of their study habits with God. But I think whoever's listening probably will understand where I'm coming from when it comes to like people's opinions and to Christianity. But yeah, I just really feel like there there needs to be more empathy in Christianity. I feel like there's no love. And I feel like there can be love with accountability. It's kind of remind me of the um article that I read and it was talking about encouraging yourself or something like that and it was like people people didn't like it because it's not going to make them work harder or push harder. I forgot. I I feel about a lot of stuff I need right now cuz I read so much. But it's kind of like, you know, church is not really loving. You're not really loving on anyone. You're just harboring. You're just creating a building to create more judgmental people. You know? And I, I remember I made a comment to my friend. And, I, and this sounds crazy. But I feel like I've met more kinder people who didn't believe in Christ than I've met who believe in Christ. And I'm not saying they're bad people, but, you know, I've realized that. But in my newfound, in my newfound um, enlightenment, I've tried to be, whenever something happens, I've tried to be more understanding and why someone does what they do. And now we're not talking about extremes. Because I, I know a lot of people listen to this podcast and be like, well, what about this person who did this crime? I'm not talking about that. Like, we're not talking about extremes. I'm talking about, like, you know, whether you stay in a bad relationship, whether you spend a lot of money for this reason. And I remember I, I like to meditate. And one of the meditation um minutes that I was listening to by Andy in Headspace and he was like you were doing the best that you could in that moment and I feel like every person in the present moment is doing the best that they think they could be doing right now and then <laughs> it's so funny I just I feel like that that just stuck with me and like I said, it's not excusing any behavior. You know how people like to do. But it just really stuck with me about like, we're all just trying to do the best that we could do with the information that we have. And it's hard. It's hard. Life is not easy. It's hard to make the tough decisions. You know? But yeah. I think this podcast really just turned about empathy into Christianity. And since I came up with the title within the, I think, mid part of the podcast, it might be a part two. I'm not too sure. But yeah, 
I feel like there should be more empathy in Christianity. And I just realized that too. Like I follow a lot of therapist accounts. And it's just. It's it's helping me understand why empathy should play a role in Christianity. You want to build people up and not tear them down. But yeah, um, that's going to be all for this episode of Pharaoh and Free. Thank you again for tuning in for another week. Um, maybe one day I can invite someone so we can dive in on the subject or just hear from other people's experiences. Thank you again.